0: Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.
1: Calf buckets, feeders, tractor parts, hoses, all things farmers need to feed the world efficiently, but maybe stuck on a container ship on the other side of the world. Darren Kapuk is the president and CEO of the Egg Retailers Association. He shares with us what supply chain looks like right now for our egg retailers across the U.S.
0: It's certainly been an interesting year across the board for those, whether it's uh, crop protection input, uh, components, so technical. a lot of the technical ingredients come from China, and so you can't formulate products here in the U.S. unless you've got the actual active ingredient. That's been difficult. Getting fertilizer positioned in the right place has been a, a challenge this year, uh, both with domestic plants going offline for one reason or another, storms, etc., uh, and lack of access to imported product has been a, a challenge for everybody. And then layer on top of that, transportation problems with the rail network where uh, rail shipments, at least on, on UP, are weeks behind schedule. And so uh, I mean, it's, you squeeze a balloon and you fix one problem somewhere else and it pops out you know, somewhere you don't expect.
1: So you offered specific products and specific transportation issues that are, that are causing problems. What are the solutions to fixing that?
0: Well, unfortunately, there are no quick fixes. A lot of people have offered what they hope were quick fixes, whether it's incentives for more production domestically, whether it's incentives to double crop, wheat and soybeans in the Southeast. But reality is these things take time. You don't just go build a new fertilizer plant tomorrow. It takes years of permitting and a whole mess of capital in order to build one of those things. Uh, and so we just need some time to be able to work through this to get the rail stuff back in line we've offered some suggestions to the service transportation board about ways that we could deal with chronic rail issues that have been in place long before this particular situation Um, and so we're hopefully hopefully we'll make some traction there so the shippers have a little bit better place to to get their case heard but there's just gonna have to be a lot of work done and some patience to, to fix everything
1: I mean you're making it sound like we have to bear through this and bolster up infrastructure for the next disaster.
0: Well, I think that's true, uh, because it's, you, know, you, you can't uh, plant a, a corn seed or a wheat seed and get a plant tomorrow. It takes months of time, and uh, lots of variables could happen between now and then.
1: You know, I want to shift gears here. The Egg Retailers Association also has a sustainability agenda. So not only are you dealing with uh, the day-to-day supply chain disruption and headlines and breaking news, but you're also working on climate change and the sustainability narrative. Do you want to tell me more about that?
0: So we're trying to help our members address that issue. A lot of them are looking at all the sustainability arguments out there and, you know, net zero and greenhouse gas emission monitoring and all of the things that are, that are part of that conversation and trying to determine how is it that we can best serve our customer grower with a service that helps them meet their needs. And so it, it, can, it can be anything from offering educational modules in our Spark program which helps people learn how all of those concepts work in sustainability, Uh, whether it's helping with farm bill uh, changes that would allow retailers to play a bigger role in conservation plans for farmers. There's lots of things that we can do, uh, but it really depends on what what that retailer can offer and what their customer needs.
1: Yeah, tell me more about how retailers can play a role in the Farm Bill and, and navigating or helping implement new policies.
0: So the, the, probably the simplest way to describe it is that a retailer's core responsibility in the relationship is to solve problems for their customer. And so if that problem is, I've got to have more fertilizer, I've got to have uh, a different kind of a, a crop protection product for the bugs that are out there, they're all about solving problems. And so as you look at sustainability, especially in specialty crops and vegetables and, and uh, uh, just fruits and things like that, A lot of the buyers for those products from the farm are saying, I'm only going to buy these products if you follow my sustainability guide. And you've got to document that you've done that every step of the way and send in your report to me before I buy your strawberries. Well, if there's a way that a retailer can help them keep track of all that stuff because they're probably applying it or selling the product anyway, there may be a way for a retailer to take some of that pain and, and, and effort out of the equation and make that grower's life easier. That's what that's the kind of solution we're looking for.
1: How are those headlines that we're seeing today between severe weather, supply chain disruption, international unrest, is that inhibited, inhibiting your efforts at all at with Egg Retailers Association?
0: I, I wouldn't say it's inhibiting our efforts. I think what it's doing is it's underscoring the importance of agriculture globally and how linked we are. Not only for inputs themselves, but for the outputs. Uh, you know, you take a, a quarter of the world's wheat off the market because of what Russia and Ukraine are going through right now, that's going to have an impact on the wheat market, and that'll rever- reverberate everywhere. So uh, I, I think it, it helps us actually make the point that this is important and we need to pay attention to it.
1: I also want to talk about energy, prices of fuel, prices of oil, more disruption there. How does that impact egg retailers?
0: Well, we have supported for a long time on all of the above energy policy. So I know the current administration is trying to drive us toward electronic vehicles and away from fossil fuels. And over the long term, that may be a direction that we need to head. But in the short term, we've got to have everything available, especially if gasoline is over four dollars a gallon. Uh, We can't be limiting access to biofuels and we can't be shutting off different things that could ease that pressure. Uh, if we really want to be able to, to thrive. I, I kind of liken it to this push toward electric vehicles, that if, uh, if, if I move into Japan, and I've only eaten with a fork my entire life, but i got to learn to eat with chopsticks, we're going to take my fork away, but you're not going to give me any chopsticks. What am I supposed to do? And that's kind of the situation we're in with electric vehicles, is we're not there yet. There are no trucks that are big enough to haul cargoes on the highway that are powered only by electric batteries. And so we have to have some bridge period where we have fossil fuels, we have biofuels, we have everything on the table to meet those transportation demands.
1: Let's talk economic growth now. We just went through a pandemic where people were given stimulus checks. Now we're in a high inflationary period. People are spending a lot of money. How is this play a role for our ag retailers? Are you seeing economic growth? Are you seeing maybe pushback now?
0: Well, it it adds another layer of complexity to an already difficult situation. When when we had fertilizer prices spiking in the marketplace because of supply and demand, that wasn't necessarily caused by too much cash in the economy that normally drives inflation. But as we see inflationary pressure start to, to spread across the economy in the job market, in the grocery store, at the gas pump, uh, it, it's going to make things even more difficult to manage because the inventory that we had credit for a year ago that was so many tons is now worth two or three times what that was. i got to go back to my bank and say, are you still good to finance me for the same amount of product for three times the money? And so it gets difficult from that standpoint. And, you know, anytime we've got inflation uh, that's, that's above the Fed's target, it, it puts strain on everybody.
1: How concerned are you about the U.S. heading into, or the world, heading into a recession after this?
0: Well, you've certainly seen some banks come out and predict that that's where we're headed. Uh, I think it's a little bit too early to count on a recession yet, but it's certainly possible. A lot of it depends on how artful the Fed is in engineering a soft landing. Uh, I think I think everybody realizes now that we've got a lot of cash out in the marketplace chasing the same amount of goods and, and activity, which is an inflationary pressure. And so they've got to withdraw some of the stimulus that they put out there at the same time avoiding a crash. And I think one of the observers uh, in the economic circles the other day said they've done that a few times, but they've never done it in the situation where we've got 8 you percent know, inflation. So it's going to be a challenge. But it's, it's, uh, I, I ho- I'm i hopeful that they'll be able to, to pull it off.
1: After everything we've talked about now, let's finish on trade. How is trade looking on your front?
0: Well, for us, the, the trade that we're most directly involved in is trade and the inputs that we need to get out to the farm. So that's the, the technical ingredients from China to make crop protection products. It's uh, fertilizers that people need to, to grow those products. And so in our case, um, we're we're focused a lot on the, the tariffs that are keeping some fertilizer products out of the market. Uh, and while that's a small part of the total puzzle, it is, an, it is part of an answer, especially in the coastal markets that are really dependent on the imported product. Uh, when they're 75, 85% of their usual demand for some products is imported and they can't access imports at all, that's a huge problem for them and it's caused only by these tariffs. So that's that's one area in trade. Generally, we're supportive of anything that the farmers need to get their product marketed overseas, domestically, because that's good for the whole system.
1: Darren Koppach, along with us, president and CEO of the Agricultural Retailers Association, offering a look at what's top of mind for them as we head into the second half of 2022 and the growing season. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.
0: Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm & Fleet.